Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin McDonald here and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I'm joined by Chloe Tyrell. Now, Chloe is doing some amazing stuff in property right now with her partner, life and business partner, Carl. They've already got themselves a portfolio of single let and HMO properties, and now they're moving into the world of commercial conversions, so commercial to residential conversions. So let's go over to Chloe, have a chat with her and see about what she's up to in property and how maybe you can get some tips on starting or scaling your property business. Chloe, thank you for joining us. Oh, no, thank you for having me, Kevin. More, so- than, more than welcome. So um, just for anyone who's watching in, Chloe, um, when did you sort of think about getting into property? So how long ago was that? Um, well, I'm 31 now, right. and my uh, business partner and I, Carl, we got into property sort of early 20s, but it was only a simple buy-to-let, right. um, nothing too crazy or no strategy. We weren't thinking about um, anything sort of uh, investment-wise. We were yeah. just thinking about the pension pots. Okay. Um, so that was early 20s, but really we started to get into property 2019. That's when we started to proper really knuckle right. down. Now, when you say uh, early 20s part, was that like full-time job, part-time, sort of building a property portfolio on the side? Um, no, really just full-time working for both of us. Yeah. And then just um, got little by to let and it was just sat in the background. Right, okay. We weren't going to touch it for Forever. until we were in our 60s, that sort of uh, right. mindset, really. So um, what was the job? What was you were in a, what, type, what was the job that you were, in, you were doing? Um, and I guess, you know, what, what did day-to-day life look like then as you were part-time property? So it was uh, very different to now. Um, I actually trained as a nurse and okay. I um, went to work after my training in critical care unit. Um, I knew very early on that clinical work wasn't for me, so I left, um, I chose to leave, and I worked for the county council then. Um, I worked within an integrated care service and I coordinated basically health and social care professionals uh, across a large geographical patch. Right. Um, so that was work for me then. I went back to uni, I uh, did management and leadership, um, and then I worked on another uh, service provision added a new job role into a major acute hospital. Um, yeah, so that was that was right. my life, really, and health and social care. Carl, you mentioned, is business partner, not life partner. He's my business partner and my life partner. And your life partner, yes. right. So yes. how do you, I was going to say, how did you meet and why did you decide to do property together? But I guess I figured out why you decided to do property together. <laughs> but um, yeah, how did, when did you meet Carl? How did you meet Carl? And um, did you, were you, how long were you together, I guess, before you decided, let's get a buy to let? Um, well, I actually had a buy-to-let of my own, right. and Carl had a buy-to-let of his own, and then we met after that. Oh, wow, okay. So he was working at the Royal Air Force um, in Norfolk, and we uh, met through a very sophisticated algorithm of swipe left or swipe right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, my first and only Tinder date, we just hit it off straight away. So we, um, we were together, we've been together for seven years, but it was three years we decided to then collaborate properly in property. Right. Um, so we got uh, a little bit of capital that we'd got from our individual properties um, and our savings and our employment um, and we decided to then 
buy a, a residential property, which we convert to a HMO. Right. So now in your, um, you started early 20s up till 2019. How many properties had you done sort of t together? Just, just one. Just the one. And not together either. All right. So you've done one each. One each. But nothing together. Nothing together. Okay. And then 2019 was when you decided to start to do more stuff together. Yes, okay. absolutely. Did you just go out and do that without, um, you know, reading books, getting any knowledge or what was the initial sort of step? Yeah, so 2018 was a real turning point for both of us, really. Carl, um, he was medically discharged from the RAF. Right. And I'd had a, a very difficult time at the hospital um, and I was sort of trying to think about how could I exit my career. Um, so at that point, we then started reading books. That's when we first learned about Progressive. Right. Um, we just bought lots of books for, off of Amazon and... Um, we looked online, we were watching YouTube videos um, and just spent a good part of 2018 self-educating, right. which um, now having attended a progressive course, I don't know if I'm running away with this, no, you're this okay. yeah. um, having attended Anne's uh, masterclass, a four-day yeah. course, we wish that we had attended training beforehand because that four-day course pretty much summarized everything that we had done in the six-month to 12 month period. Right. So, what, so what, when was it that you attended that four day masterclass? That was um, October last year. October 21. Yes. Right. So, so 2018, um, Carl was medically discharged. Yes. And you were having some challenges. We got 18, 19, 20. So almost three years later. Yes. Before you did the four day masterclass. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, what in that sort of period, 18 to sort of 2021, mm -hmm. What had you done in property? Had you got any deals done when you decided? So you decided to do property together. Did you what, did you do any deals in that sort of period of YouTubing and reading books? Yes, definitely. So after um, getting that base of knowledge, yeah, uh, I'm an, I was an evidence based practitioner. Yeah. I could critique research and things. So we felt quite confident that we knew where we were going. Right. So at the beginning of 2019, we bought um, a three bed residential and yeah. made it into a five bed licensed HMO. Awesome. It was a full backed brick refurb. Right. And, um, and then later that year as well, we did the same again with another property. So right. another three bed into a five bed into a five HMO. Bed. So for anyone watching this, HMO is a house in multiple occupations, so a multi-let property where you rent individual rooms out to different people. But yeah. Yes. Um, so we did that in our first year. Uh, we also did a bit of works to our own home. Yeah. Um, we uh, then after that, it actually was the lockdown. So we just finished our um, second HMO and it got us to February 2020. Right. And then March 2020, we all lockdown went into happened. lockdown. And I was still working, so then I, my employment went from like 9 to 5, uh, Monday to Friday, to 7 days a week, 12 hours a day. And it, uh, yeah, it was, it was really difficult actually. Right. So we just spent this whole year basically working full time, doing the properties, every evening, every weekend, doing it mostly all of ourselves, <laughs> which is a rookie move. Um, but we, we spent a whole year grafting and then it went into lockdown and then both our, well, my employment got really, really hectic then as well. Mm. That must have been difficult, obviously, during that. It was, that would have been crazy. I can't even imagine having to go through work in a hospital during that period of time. Yeah. But um, 
you you then obviously you sat the master class here at Progressive in October twenty one, was it November twenty one? Yeah, October. October twenty one. Um, what what else have you done here? So what, have you done any of the other trainings? Um, so we came to the Masopi in September. Yeah, so Masopi multiple streams of property income. Yes. Yeah. And I signed up to your course, Kevin. Yeah, so no money down. That that was brilliant. Um, yeah, so we did that one, and or I did that. Sorry, I keep saying we because we're we're a team. Carl leveraged you to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I attended your course. I attended Anne's, and I've been to Dan's as well. Dan Eaton for commercial conversions. Yes, right. exactly. And I've really pursued that, and I'm part of his masterclass right. now. So on the um, the HMOs you've done, the stuff you've done initially, mm-hmm. what would you think that if you had done the training earlier, you would have fast tracked that? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If I'd done the training earlier, I think it would have um, it would have just the the whole year that we spent, or six months, twelve months learning, we would have been able to implement or build our confidence, change the mindset. We would have started a bit earlier. We also we didn't when we first started. We were only using our funds. We didn't know about investor finance at right, all, yeah. and that's a big part of the course. And they talk yeah. about that. Um, so yeah, we didn't even know about investor right. finance. Our first investor approached us actually, so um, that was interesting. But yeah, it would have sped the whole process up, mm. and it would have saved on any sort of costly mistakes that you make through experience. If someone has already been there and done it, then you can yeah. learn through them. Um, October twenty-one to now, we're in sort of middle of June twenty-two. So we're looking at what seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. What have you done over the last sort of eight months? Um, so we have another backed brick renovation at the minute. Right. We're about halfway through that, and that's going to be another HMO in Norwich. Are you still doing that yourself? No. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> no, they are. Those days are long, long gone. We value our health and family and friends far too much to be doing that ourselves now. Um, but we, yeah, so we've got a really good build team. They're there, they're doing it, they're cracking it out. And we've got another HMO straight away afterwards, renovation. Right. Um, so, so you've already lined it up, secured it, just as soon as the builders are finished, they go straight into it. Yes, exactly. Lovely. Yes, so we've got the um, Resi to HMO now, Resi to HMO straight away afterwards. And I've just secured a rather large commercial conversion as well. Yes. So tell us about the commercial conversion that you've secured. So how did you find it? Um, what are the numbers? So what, what what's the profit like? Because you're, <laughs> you're smiling about it. So um, so the uh, commercial conversion, it's a, a whole new strategy for us. We sort of went from buy to let to HMO, now this. Um, and from doing the course, analyzing the deal, and with the mastermind as well, with Dan, um, to, to get the property, it's just following actions really. Um, there's a, you just, consistency yeah. <laughs> with, uh, with actions and um, sort of making relationships with agents and um, perseverance, because this, this property, I first saw it in February, put my offer in in February, and I only got the offer accepted last month in yeah. May. So it's taken a long time to get it over the line. Um, but with that, it's just about keep building relationships with agents, yeah. um, do what you say you're going to do, be honest with the vendor about what you can um, what you can deliver really with time scales. And, um, and I've created a developer CD uh, 
not CD, CB. CB, yep. And gave that to uh, the agent who was selling the property as well, right. so that they could see that we've got a bit of experience. Uh, experience, yeah. yeah. Do you think that, um, you know, all those challenges of putting offers in in February, getting them completed sort of in May, um, putting together things like developer CVs and stuff, do you think that you'd have been able to do that and persevere and all the stuff you spoke about if you didn't have the support of Dan and the mastermind around you? I I know that I would have been able to because I'm, I'm a bit of a, a determined person. Yeah. But it just makes it so much easier if you have a support yeah. team you, around you. So easier, does it speed it up? Um, it, when you say easier, what it's, what do you mean? I guess are you, you're part of a community and you're meeting and talking to other people with similar mindset, ambitions. They want to do the same things. Um, yeah. So it just, it's just being around the right people. Um, so I don't know if it would necessarily speed it up because I think the the decisions were out of my control. Yeah. They were on the vendor's side. But it was just good to bounce ideas off other people and, and know what else to do. Right. So um, I guess safer, feel safer with doing it with people around you? Or what's the main, I guess, what, what, what what's that main benefit for you? If you could sum it up to into a main benefit, what would it be? Main benefits? Of having a, a peer group around you. Peer group and Dan as a mentor yeah. is just knowing that someone has already been where you want to be yeah. and they can support you to achieve your goals. Um, I'd say that's the main thing really mm. and especially with well, every mentor here at Progressive, you, you already you do the strategy that you're promoting and that you teach. Yeah. So it's not like Dan has just teaching the course, he has active commercial Deals, yeah. conversions going on at the moment. Has he took you to Annie to look at them? Yes. Oh, he has? Yeah, right. yeah we've been so, to quite a few now. Right. So um, what yeah. type of projects are they? Uh, well, Dan is playing real-life Monopoly and <laughs> bought, bought a whole street in, um, uh, in Gloucester and uh, another very large um, warehouse on the, on the river, on the quay. Um, so we've been to both of those, and that, that's brilliant because that is similar scale to the project that I've just had my offer accepted on. So, yeah, yeah it's really good to know See, that. See, the scale, this is your first ever commercial conversion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you've got four HMOs so far, is it? Um, we've got seven properties together. Yeah. How many HMOs, how many singlets? Um, it's going to be five HMOs. Five HMOs, two singlets. Yes. Okay, so seven properties, five HMOs, two singlets. Um, so that, three, three singlets. Oh, three singlets. Yeah. Okay. So, eight properties. Yeah, it's because we've got the one that's just that's about through. to come. Yeah, and the one coming. Right. So seven <laughs> properties, four HMOs, three singlets, but a fifth HMO that will be in the pipeline once you get the fourth one finished. Yes. We got there. Okay. <laughs> you can lose track of how many you've got when you're at this level. Now, for a lot of people watching in this, this that's like a lot of property. The average investor in, in the UK probably gets two houses in their lifetime. So to get to seven is awesome. For many other people that I get to seven and think, okay, will I move into commercial conversions? Is it too soon? Should I start and cut my teeth on a small one? What should I do first? So your first ever commercial conversion project. Now, a commercial conversion is taking a commercial building, what's currently classed as commercial, and converting it into a residential. So, how big is this project? What, are you, what have you bought? What is it currently the use class of it? What, what's it used for? 
and what are you converting it into? What's the plan? Mm. So this is um, a bit out of permitted development. So it's use class E, it's an office block. It's right. very large and it's already got uh, planning commission approved. For? For 40 units. 40, four yes. zero. Yes. Four zero, 40 units. Do you mean bedrooms or apartments? Apartments. 40 one bed apartments or two bed apartments? Or? There is a mixture of both. A mix. Because okay. that's what the area needs. Yeah, so what's the breakdown? So there's, um, there's multiple levels, yeah. duplex apartments and, um, uh, oh, what's, what's the how many, like How many two beds, how many one beds? Oh, it's primarily one beds right. and just a few two beds. How tall a building? How many floors? It's three floors. Three floors. So your first ever commercial to residential conversion is a three floor large office block that you're converting into 40 one and two bedroom apartments. Yes. That's exciting <laughs> and scary, but yeah. exciting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, well done for taking on such a big project in your first ever project. What's the, because this is what everybody at home's interested in there. That's great, but what is the profit, Chloe? So if you get this, it's over the line, secured? Um, it's offer, we've got the head of terms, which right. is going through legals and I'm getting um, other teams involved. In okay, this. cool. So legal. So pretty much it's there. Head of terms agreed. It's in legals. You're going to be completing it soon. Once completed and you do the conversion works, what is the um, gross development value, the end value? And I guess what will your your profit be from the deal? Um, so at the minute, the gross development value with the market, how it stands, it's about 6.8 million. Um, but the it's it's difficult. I want to be accurate, so yeah. Um, but without my spreadsheets here, yeah. right in front of me, roughly, and um, and then there's still costings and things to come in as well. Yeah. It's um, so I'm I'm done the analysis myself, done the analysis with Dan and the masterminding group. Um, so I'm just waiting for further detail from the QSs about exact costings. Cost, yeah. Um, but it's got about a twenty six percent profit margin. Okay, so you're looking at north of a million pounds. Oh yes. Oh yes. yes. So definitely minimum worst case scenario a million quid profit. Yes, but it's not to sell, it's to hold. <laughs> One deal, million pound profit. Yeah. Did, if somebody said to you back in sort of even 2020 that you'd be sitting here now having a conversation with me 8 months after coming into Progressive Property talking about a deal that you could make a million pounds profit on, what would you have said to them? <laughs> um Excellent. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm really glad. We've, we've worked really hard to get to this point and we've invested a lot in Progressive and we're dedicated to it. So I'm really excited to move forward. And if it's not this one, yep. we'll see how it goes because I'm very um, mindful that the true costings will come in. We'll see how the market goes. Yep. So if this one can't go through, then There'll be others. There'll be others. Yes. And if it does go through, there'll still happen. be others as well. So what what would be your um, your sort of three to five year plan? What are you looking to achieve? Where is, where is the, the end? When's enough enough? When's enough enough? I guess for some people, a million pound profit from a deal, they'll be like, that's it, I'm going to lie on a beach. Yeah. But for you, what's the, what's the goal? I, I think I have an innate love of property and challenge. So I don't think there's an end in sight for me. Right. I can't see myself just 
lying on a beach because even when I'm lying on a beach, I was reading um, Glenn Delves and Mark Homer's commercial conversion book. Right. <laughs> so that's who I am. Um, we, we like to hold properties. So the next three to five years, three years, this uh, commercial conversion should be through. Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, my partner is going to run the full BRR by to let and HMO side of the company. So we're not going to stop with that. We're going to keep going with yeah. HMOs, buy to lets, BRR. Um, and I'm going to go full into commercial conversion. So right. side by side, we'll have the two strategies. Two strategies running. Together. Okay, good plan. Yeah. Um, I was just going to ask you about Carl. And so your exit is you just want to keep doing it. Is Carl yeah. of a similar mindset? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. we work really well together. Yeah. Um, and there is balance, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's so important. Wealth and health, sorry, not wealth. Family, friends is very important to us. But then in a sense, I guess wealth is because wealth facilitates what is important to us. Um, so... For, for anybody watching this who is looking to get into property or already in property or looking to get maybe their partner involved, um, what, how, how do you mix business and the, the marriage, the relationship, the, um, you know, the, the two together to or separate them? What advice or tips would you give for people who are maybe you know, in a similar situation but they're having challenges with their partner to do this or, mm. or thinking should they get their partner involved? What sort of tips would you give? The, the biggest thing for us is communication. We don't leave anything off the table. Um, we, we're very transparent and to the point with each other, to the point where I think externally people may think, <laughs> are they okay? But I think things have to be said. And if you both know, if you can both communicate and you both know where each other stand yeah. and what's important to both of you, then you can, you're informed and you can go forward together. Um, so communication is the largest thing. Secondly is having split roles so that you don't tread on each other's feet and that you can you know exactly what you're doing and what you what you have to have accountability for and what the other person has accountability for. Um, that way you can keep each other accountable too and, and just yeah. check in now and then. Um, and thirdly, on a romantic level, I'd say, do something together that you really like. So we really like nature. We go for lots of walks, hikes, um, quite sporty. So we have a cutoff. Got so we don't talk about anything property if we're on a walk or anything like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard, but we do it. Getting all of this happen. You mentioned about you've been in, in the NHS in a, in, in a job. Um, Carl getting medically discharged. Is Carl still full-time? Is he full-time property? No, Carl isn't yet. He's an engineering inspector. Right, so he's gone back into engineering inspector work. Yes. And yes. you said Carl isn't yet. So does that mean that you've got yourself out of the NHS? Oh, yes. Yeah, I left last summer. Right, so you're full-time property. Yes. How does that feel? It's, it's amazing, yeah. I, it's something that we were both working towards, and it, it means a lot, really, to be out of um, yeah, health and social care. It means everything. What would you say to anybody who's watching this thinking, you know, could they get into property? Is it possible for them? Um, what advice would you give them? Absolutely, you can get into property. Um, I, think, I think a really important thing is uh, to have a bit of introspection and know a bit about yourself and what you really want and what's holding you back too. Um, I think that is, anyone can do it, but 
find out what's holding you back from doing it. Is it lack of education? Buy some books. If it's um, confidence, then maybe get a mentor. Or if you want to embrace community and, and get to know a bit more about it first, then do that. There's a lot of things that people can do if they want to get into it. So, Chloe, that's absolutely awesome. Um, I can't wait to see this commercial conversion. I can't wait to see it go through and watch it progress in the deal and the first of many. For anyone who's watching this, Chloe, and thinking, okay, I would like to get in touch with Chloe, I'd like to reach out to Chloe, um, how can they find you? Um, so my company is called Estate Lead Property Group. Um, Say that again, Estate Lead. Estately, so it's spelt oh. Estate L-Y. Right, Estately. Yes. So E-S-T-A-T-E-L-Y. Yes. Property group. Yes. Okay, Estately Property Group. Yep. Um, we have a website. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Um, so we're really trying <laughs> with social media, but it's not our strong suit, to be honest. Um, yeah, so reach out to us, email. Awesome. So, guys, you've been listening to Chloe Tyrell. She's got lots of HMOs, single at properties up and running already. She's got herself out of her job to go full-time in property. Her partner is on his way to doing the same thing as well. They've got a commercial conversion project going through legals right now. There's gonna be over just under seven million pounds gross development value with over a million pounds of profit. That's just one deal. So Chloe, thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing your journey with us. There's gonna be some really inspiring stuff there for people who are looking to have similar results as you. So guys, you've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. Remember, we're out on the Apple podcast and on Stitcher every single week with new episodes of the podcast so make sure you're subscribed and you don't miss future episodes. I've been Kevin McDonald, Chloe has been Chloe and you've been absolutely awesome and I'll see you next week. Bye.